And welcome to the new episode. We're on episode 80. Oh, Cassie's not back. We beat her. Oh, but while we're doing that, let's see. Who do we got you're, all you're in? You're not back either. We don't even see your back. I mean, ah, hold on. I am actually going to... Let's see. Who do we got in our chat right now? Um, see, look. It's crazy. Let's see. Alonzo starts early. He can't even be in screen. It's like we don't know what we're doing anymore, folks. Like we ever did. I mean, we totally did. We totally knew what we were doing. That's, that's a fair assessment, actually. Let's see. I think I got something. I'm kind of jealous. Your, your big plushie is, is huge, and mine's just a little tiny Ewok guy. He's very squishy, too. Uh, all my other plushies are probably downstairs still in the box of toys that I have not broken out because I don't have an area to put toys up. But eventually. I have taken over the entire house. It's actually not me either. It's Jim. People would think that it would be me mainly, but in all honesty, it's Jim. It's Jim. Mm -hmm. We have a whole couch. Well, it's a love seat over there, but oh. it's full of ugly dolls. Oh, so while we're waiting for Gonzo to catch up, uh, Legionnaires, I do not think we'll see Ewoks anytime soon. They're probably. <laughs> Probably a good year plus out. That uh, would actually be kind of cool. I mean, you can so <laughs> uh, Mel's Miniatures, who's a longtime uh, guy who does Shapeway stuff for Legion and for X-wing and for Armada, has three Ewoks on each other's shoulders. I was thinking of getting those <laughs> and making that my next Wookie squad. <laughs> now that's funny. Three Ewoks in a Wookie suit. Sure, it was just three yokes on each, other's, on each other's shoulders. That'd be funny. Funny haha or funny hee hee? That's like the <laughs> Noblars who are uh, a Noblar on the other guy's shoulder. Taking back Noblars, yep. Yeah, those are my favorite ones. But yeah, Ewoks would be tough to do just because, I mean, they try to do things in a balanced way. I don't know if Ewoks would be good enough. That would give Rebels, who are already a relatively cheaper cost troop, more guys who are even cheaper costed. Or you make them special forces, and the Ewoks are not special forces. <laughs> so they would be weird. The, the the design space for them is not uh, there yet. They need to come up with something interesting to uh, to balance. Yeah, because their big thing on Endor was nobody expected them. I mean, they're on home turf. I mean, it's like it's like it's like Vietnam. You go into the jungle, you're fighting the natives, and your bright white armor where you can't hide shit. I mean, mm -hmm. you're gonna get your ass whooped. Doesn't matter what your military light's like. End of the day, rocks still cause concussions. Spears still find weak points in your fucking armor. And you still get eaten by them at the victory celebration at the end of the day. <laughs> That's a sobering thought. Tasty, tasty stormtrooper. How many rebels went, hey, uh, where'd you guys get this meat for this kicking celebratory stew? It's a mammal. What do you want? <laughs> or maybe they just didn't care. Fuck the Empire. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> All right, so we're on episode 80. Um, well, we're going to discuss um, nerd shaming. Uh, something came up, and I thought it was a very interesting topic. We were trying to do it, but last week, um, something happened uh, locally with me that I had to deal with, and so we had to deal with that. Um, other than that, um, Kathy, what are you drinking? 
Uh, right now I'm drinking water. Just water? Jim has some tea steeping for me. I heard that. I heard the pot going off. Yeah. <laughs> John, what's your drink of choice today? Uh, well, I also have some water, but I went down and grabbed a uh, uh, Southern Peach Lemonade. And then, of course, I have uh, Dr. McGillicuddy's Apple Pie Liquor in a glass, not straight out of the bottle, so I don't seem like an alcoholic. Like the bottle is glass. That's what you're saying, right? <laughs> an actual glass. An actual glass glass. Um, I am drinking a Boulevard's chocolate ale. I had a few more in the fridge, so bringing that up. Um, do we need to do any shout-outs or anything to anybody that I know of? Kinda. Kinda? I alluded to this earlier. So, the war store is closing up shop. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, it's funny that everyone's sad about that. When we tell everyone to go to your friendly Free local noodles. game store. Like, yeah. that's often the old war store providing service to people who needed it. Yeah. You know. But, how I many stores for got so long. Is there? So, I mean, I don't wish anyone to go out of business. So, I mean, I'll salute you, Neil, for providing the service. And then, you know, to everyone who didn't buy at your local store and only bought from him, now buy from your local fucking store. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers, everyone. Thanks for joining us. Cheers. Sorry, that was kind of ranty. That's all right. Uh, before we get started, we want to make sure that we want to thank all of our sponsors for checking us out. Um, if you are... Looking for any cool stuff like widgets, measuring devices uh, for any game practically now, you can What's always go widget? widgets, quick measuring tools. Uh, you can always go to the Muse on Mini stores. And if you go there and you buy something there, make sure you use our discount code more than yeah. dice, all one word, and you get 10% off your order. I know. Yes. <coughs> Also, we want to thank Tectonic Craft Studios, Dan the Man. Um, we will be giving away next week on our show. And I'm going to give it away unpainted so you can paint it yourself. Pretend like there's a drum roll right now as we wait. Drum roll. Someone give a drum roll. <laughs> What's I can do? I got no rhythm. I'm we're going to give away two things. First thing we're going to give away is I painted one up last time. It's the uh, <coughs> Objective Marker Tracker. Uh, where you can, it, it will count up, uh, different numbers all the way up to 15. You can get that and paint it yourself. And we will be giving away a set of his, uh, 32 millimeter, uh, inserts for bases, uh, on the show. Cool. And then we also have a couple other things to give away. And one of the big things that we got to give away, ooh, 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 don't tell anybody, don't tell anybody. He gave us an entire house. An entire oh. house. A whole house. A whole I house. I use a whole house. <laughs> he gave us a bunch of stuff to give away, so we're going to give away some other stuff. Uh, we also want to thank uh, Mechanica Studios for providing a um, place for us to sell our widgets and stuff, which we should have that up pretty soon. Uh, hopefully, if you like that, please go buy that stuff. It helps the podcast. We get everything going, get everything done. I'm going to look at his Legion tram. I it being really cool. I just haven't, uh, haven't and time to do we, much. Are going to be giving away one of his Legion trays. Uh, if you haven't gone to his website, Chris has a new uh, Star Wars Legion tray uh, for everybody that we are going to be doing a giveaway. Like we won't be, yeah, we aren't going to do it just on Twitch. We are going to go on Facebook and all of our different social medias. Um, 
because you're going to have to do something besides follow or subscribe or anything like that. You have to actually do something as per his request to get it. And so uh, we're going to be giving away one of those. Uh, we've been pretty busy with our Warfare Weekend stuff that we kind of forgot about it. <laughs> but we're going to have to do it. Um, so, yes, if you want to get a copy of that, you'll have to do some stuff. Um, also, we want to thank everybody here on our patron. Um, we will be having some patron shake reward shake up in a little bit. Um, nothing huge. Uh, actually, there will be something huge. I should take that back. But we want to thank all of our patrons because they're the one that's actually letting us get better equipment. Uh, we should have some new equipment for things. I'm still saving up to get a better printer or not printer computer. So that will be coming along whenever we. Yeah, get my picture is back to uh, better because I got rid of the old webcam and. Uh, Bought another uh, specific webcam for my streaming on Facebook, which if you're not checking me out, pretty much every Monday through Thursday on Facebook from, say, 9 to 9.30 or something like that, I uh, do my hobby streak. Yep. John will be having that. Uh, Kathy will be having a new camera pretty soon, so you can see her palette stuff, because that was one of the things that we were using your money for, is giving you better things to look at. Also, don't forget to watch Kathy Tuesday through Friday now. Yep. Um, Tuesday through Friday, 3 p.m. to 5 p.m. Or, you know, 3 p.m. to whenever after 5 I decide to stop, depending. <laughs> yeah, that's way longer <laughs> than my hobby streak. Jeebus. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I get, some, I get some stuff done. And, and actually, it's been it's a fun. really good time. It's, it's, been, it's been a lot of fun since I moved to four days a week. Well, you've also oh. gotten a lot more viewers, and people are liking the better the afternoon ones a lot more, too. I think it's more accessible. Yeah. It certainly is for my own mind. Your own mind. So. Oh, thanks, Princess Vespa. Also, Princess Vespa 42. That is an awesome name. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so today we're going to be talking about, on episode 80, is nerd shaming. Um, something came up recently... And no names or anything like that, where someone was giving someone crap for, you know, liking stuff. And I'm not talking about this stuff that people were liking where, you know, the taboo side of nerd. It was, what, you like that game? That game is stupid. That game is for idiots. That game is for, you know, people that don't like complex games. Is it for babies? Yeah, that type of thing. And the thing is, the game isn't. Um, there's a lot of games out there that are complex there's a lot of games that are too complex um sometimes it's refreshing to play a game that's not complex correct i have to say more importantly it doesn't fucking matter how how complex the game is or isn't they like it you don't have to like it just be happy that they like something and that's the thing is people weren't happy for him it was like this guy's playing this game likes the game thinks the game's fun i gotta find out a better wash for flesh i don't have a good flesh wash um, and they were like, well, that's just a stupid game. Have you tried soap? Because that works for my flesh. <laughs> I believe she means mixing soap with the wash, not just soap. No, on I was just talking about <laughs> soaping up my own flesh when I wash it. Oh, very well. We took that two directions. We're a full servant. <laughs> we went all the way over it. <laughs> full podcast here. Um, but I, I was really, really, really ticked off. Because I was like, now this game that this person's playing... I won't play it. I have no desire to play it. It's not one of my games. But if the person likes it, who gives a fuck? Let them yeah, have their fun. You. 
That is how I feel. Um, because they were like, but that game's really simple. So? So? Yeah. Who cares? I'm sorry for all the people shooting off fireworks in my neighborhood. They're assholes. I mean, what's what's the occasion? They can. Okay. Saturday, Sunday? Fair enough. <laughs> um, well, so something similar to Gonzo, I saw on Twitter, because uh, I think last weekend or something like that was the anniversary of The Phantom Menace. Mm-hmm. And there's a, a young lady I follow on there who loves Darth Maul, so she, of course, um, you know, ah. was, was tweeting it up and super happy, and I told her at one point, like, you know, I'm not a huge fan of that, that movie, but I am very happy that you like it that much, and I may give it another chance because you like it so much. Well, yeah, Erica, which is, she likes the prequels, and I'm like, I can't sure. stand the prequels. The prequels annoy me. Uh, because it's just, you know, what it is. But I'm not going to, you know, give her a crap ton of crap for it. I'm not I'm not going to give her any serious crap over it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you get someone joking crap about it. But then, yeah. you know, you're, I'm, I'm actually more happy now that people like stuff that I don't like. That's cool. I'm glad there's something in your life you like. There's some people who don't have things in their life that they like. Yeah. Two people who just go home and just exist don't have things they like they don't go see movies they maybe watch a couple tv shows that's something they like at least but or go home take care of their kids and then go to bed and go to work again i'm like you need to have something in your life you like and if this guy likes a game don't don't shame him on it but maybe if you're interested in getting him into other games see what he likes about it and maybe turn it into a discussion as to how your game is similar but adds more stuff you know again there's as we said there's no too simple of a game it's as yeah. simple as you like it i mean if i want to throw down with uh, we, me and my buddy Bob Lyman, we spent a weekend, uh, a whole Saturday, just using metal models, and we made up basic rules like old chainmail, and just had fights with you know between fantasy models, you know, just the most basic of rules, you know, six sided dice and basic armor saves and all. I mean, it was a fun time. It was super simple. You never necessarily want to do anything with it, but who cares how simple it was? We had a good time. Yeah, I mean, and I and I was, I was like. People get enough crap for liking their hobbies and doing their stuff now. Mm-hmm. We don't need to shame anybody on it. I mean, because one of the things that came up was, you know, they were like, well, they should just play this game because this is a better game. And I'm like, but maybe they like their game more. Yeah, maybe they want the simplicity. Maybe they like the world. Maybe there's something in it that you don't see that they like because we're all different and we all like different things. And that's okay. Yeah. Um. One of the things that I, we were talking about um, was that, you know, people were talking about how that he should just play this game instead. And I'm like, maybe you should just leave him alone. Yeah. Why should he play that game instead? Yeah. Turn that shit in the conversation. You tell me why he should play that game instead. But, I mean, it, it came to the point that after a while it was kind of getting ridiculous. And I was like... It, the person wasn't there, so they weren't seeing it or hearing it. So it wasn't like it was a huge, you know, thing. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Um, but I, I was. I can't stand people that bully. I can't stand people that treat each other disrespectfully. And it was just getting on my nerves. And I was like, I, we have enough crap ourselves being nerds and geeks and liking things that we like from other people. We don't need it from our own people, too. There is no need for that. 
Um, sorry, I should have gone with this Agrath Arche to begin with, but. Wait, what, you're telling me that a painting had a problem and the answer was Agrax Urkshade? Well, I was trying to get a more fleshy tone to it, but it it didn't go very well. Um, Because there was like... I should say, there is a time to tell somebody and, and be rude to somebody about certain things, and then there's a time that there's not. Um... One of the things that came up also was like body odor. Um, and, you know, the stigma. I went to one game store recently and, oh my God, you walked in the door and it reeked. And somebody I was with was like, oh my God, what, what the hell? And I'm like, yeah, that's kind of one of those stereotypes I hate to admit. That, that's, I hate to say it, that's a time when it's actually okay to shame somebody into proper hygiene. Yes. Because that, that's not shaming. It's not a thing that's bad. It's yeah. okay. And try not to be an absolute dick about it, but at a point, they need to know in no uncertain terms, this is not okay. You should bathe. Yeah. Bathing is okay. Deodorant or, is- yeah, deodorant. I think that's, I think that's probably the problem in a lot of cases. Like, I've known people who just out of the shower because they didn't believe in deodorant. All of a sudden, even though they just took a shower, just stunk. Just stunk like B.O. I need to go back to bringing a, a tin of Altoids with me wherever I go. So that way when I'm talking to certain people, and I'm like, would you like an Altoid? <laughs> and when they say no, you're like, no, sir, you'd like an Altoid. Trust please. me. Please, please. Sometimes it happens, and I know there's reasons for it, and you can't smell your own breath. It's it, it yeah. can happen, so that's when we got to be nice about it. In that case, try and be circumspect. Maybe they'll they'll get the subtle hints, and if not, then not so subtle hints work. But that's that's totally different for the nerd shaming. That's just shit that happens. They need to they need to know about it. Yeah, I mean, there's... I used to go to a I used to go to a game store um, that had a blood bowl league, so I was there on league day. And the entire store smelled like an ashtray. And when I came home from there, so did I. Because at that time, they didn't have the uh, the ordinance here in uh, Chicago. Or I don't know if it's all of Illinois now, but for not smoking indoors. Oh, yeah. Nowadays, it's not even within like 10 or 20 feet of the entrance to a location. Yeah. yeah. I've told smokers to move their ass down the line. Yeah, you know. No, I I used to be a smoker. Scoot them down. Yeah, I used to be a smoker, but I mean, I was like, I was the courteous one. I was like, I'm gonna go outside and have a cigarette, and I would move very far away, even if you were allowed smoking inside, because that shit lingers. I don't care what they say. One of my coworkers, uh, one of my people, actually was a smoker, and I didn't realize it for months because he was so good at uh, at masking it and not smelling like an ashtray. I'm not being rude about it either. Vaping is not allowed indoors, Legionnaires. People who think vaping is allowed indoors need to go outside. Yes, vaping is also concerned. It's the same thing. It's just, we don't want to smell that shit. It may be nice, but I don't want to walk around the corner expecting cinnamon rolls, and then there ain't no cinnamon rolls. (laughs) That is true. I have a friend whose vape smells like fruity pebbles. That's what Marshall always says. (laughs) Fruity pebbles. Uh, he's talking about Banyan. Banyan, are you a, are you a Fruity Pebble smoker? 
Actually, he's he's very courteous. He only does it down in the Banyan Cave. He uh, uh, doesn't do it uh, almost out ever. So I mean, but you know he's... what's great about uh, vaping when you're doing a battle report is you're blowing those clouds of smoke across the field of battle, and it makes for fantastic cinematography. <laughs> All right, there you go. There's the bonus. There's the bonus. Um, but... Honestly, I really don't care about vaping one way or the other. And I don't really care about uh, cigarettes unless they cause me personally to smell when I leave. Yeah, that's no bueno. I don't, don't want to smell that. I mean, I don't want to smell. And the worst is the half the, the half smoke. You crush them out, you put them back in your bag. Like, I, I smell it, dude. Go away. Go away. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Fruity Pebbles topography. Yeah, cinnamon. I almost said cinnamon topography. <laughs> so you uh, that. Uh, uh, so, I'll tell you, Xander, if someone vapes, blows vape smoke in my face. Oh, that would suck. They'd get a punch to the either the throat or the nuts. So, Kathy said it for me. Didn't have to. Right? <laughs> I know you. I mean, there's, there's, I mean, I'm, I'm not big on violence, but, you know, that's rude. That's disrespectful. I count that like spitting, and you're going to get treated like you spat at me. Oh, yeah. You, you blow smoke in someone's face, vape in someone's face. Mm-mm. You're looking for a whole world of hurt. Yep, paying time. But uh, back to the the main topic uh, of nerd shaming. Yeah, you, you don't nerd shame on. So there's the joking like, oh, you guys are. We, we used to it back in the day like, oh, you guys are gonna go play shoots uh, and ladders. And that was 40k. Dude, I like shoots and ladders. Because it was shoots and ladders and then chess. Because that was because fantasy was shoots and, was was chess and then 40k was shoots and ladders. And then after they changed it to Sigmar, it all changed. Like, oh, you're gonna play shoots and ladders. We met your playing age of Sigmar because it was the easier game. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, there, there's joking and then there's being serious. Like, who cares? They're playing what they like to play. Let them play it. Wasn't doesn't affect you. The that's only part affects I... you is if you're having a problem getting opponents. And if that's the case, there are three things you need to do. One, look and see if there are other people actually playing the game and just not playing you. Because if so, maybe you're an asshole. We need to deal with maybe, that. Yeah, maybe it's you. Uh, two, if there are no other people playing that game, maybe you need to look at playing a different game. I hate to say it, we all love games. There are games we all want to play. Oh, yeah. There ain't no one to play it. You got to play something else. And, you know, and maybe the final is maybe you just don't need to do anything about it at all. Maybe just let him have his fun time. Give, cause, like, hey, you know, if, if he's a buddy of yours, go like, hey, man, how about I try your game, you try my game, and we'll see, you know, maybe we, we decide some common ground. Well, I mean, because that, that's what happened when <clears throat> we decided... A lot of us got, or I should say not a lot of us, but quite a few of us got the Song of Ice and Fire um, free from Adepticon. Yeah. Um, and we were like, okay, I got a copy of it. Let's try it out. And everybody's like, well, yeah, it's based off of a TV show. It's going to be crap. It's not going to be worth a damn. And, blah, 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 blah. and we tried it out, and we're all like, shit, this is a good game. This That's is a really topic. good game. Another, another thing is, don't judge the game before you fucking play it. Before you've seen it played. Yeah. You need to actually give it a fair dinkum chance. Yeah. I mean, I didn't even know it was fully out or people were playing it until I got a copy, you know, until I saw that it was coming out for everybody at Adepticon. And so when I started, I went and watched some battle reports and I was like, wow, this game's actually kind of neat. It's got, it's not just, I'm going to roll dice, you're going to roll dice and we're going to beat each other up. Yeah, check some battle reports from different people. Don't do all the same person unless you really like the first one. Yeah. Check other people, see if there's one, and maybe do what it like. Maybe get a good idea what the game is like. And there you are know? some out there. There's some really good 
battle reports. And, of course, I can't off the top of my head because I'm not watching them, but my husband is like crazy all the time. <laughs> it's But just take a look for them, and then maybe you, you see there's something in that game you like. Don't just judge it, you know? Like, well, the perfect example, Keyforge. It came out, and I was like, oh, Johnny, like Keyforge? I'm like, no, it's not what I want in a game. I didn't say it was bad. It's not bad. Everyone loves it. Got to be good. It's licensed to print money. I just know it's not the game for me because it does not provide what I want out of a card game. You know, you can have that. And you, I'm like I said, I don't disrespect the game. You can have fun playing it. I'm not going to stop you. I'm not going to call you names. I don't really care. You guys are having fun. Do your thing. Yeah. But at a point, you have to you have to at least understand how the game is played and what the game involves before you can judge it completely. Yeah, I never understood that. After overhearing so many different people who play so many different games at Adepticon talk about other people who play other games in that fashion, yes. like everybody who plays AOS is is a stinky loser, or everybody who plays 40k is a big fat baby or everybody who plays warm hordes is this or everybody who plays magic the gathering is that i'm like dude you're just a gamer nerd we all are look where it's, we are what's worse is you're a judgmental gamer nerd yes. yeah you you are the the I, I hate to make this analogy but it's kind of you're the fucking fascists of gamer nerds <laughs> you're hating people for what they play that's not okay and I doubt you're actually hating them. I, it would but. be different if it was just like a a friendly rivalry. Like, you know yeah. how, you know, I'm a Bears fan and my friend is a Packers fan and we yeah. give each other a hard time about it. Correct, yeah. Like, like the shoots and ladder comments. Like, oh, you don't play shoots and ladders again, guys. You know, you get the joking tone of voice just having fun, you know, throwing little fun zingers at each other. Yeah, it's fine. It's a but... totally different thing. But just like being sincere in your in your hating on somebody else because of the games that they choose to play seems yeah, a like, little like 40K, extreme. All power gamers, you never have fun. Yeah, and I'm like, uh, dude, I have seen so many, so many power gamers in every single game I've played. It doesn't matter which one it is; I could pick from all of them. Sanders, that's a good one. Uh, he says there have been times I've had to check myself with thoughts and respect people more. Absolutely. That is a core problem with society. Is we don't respect people as much as the day. I wish more people would check their thoughts <laughs> before speaking. Check themselves before they wreck themselves. They need to do. <laughs> it's getting... It's not... I think that the gamer community is better than that. We need to be better than that. We've been ostracized. Maybe some of you new gamers, younger gamers, haven't been. That's awesome. I think we mostly it. are good people. It's just those few people who are loud. I mean, come on. I... I'm from the generation where a kid uh, walked up to our table at lunch and said, like, uh, something like, what are you nerds? Do you stop looking at my girlfriend? And, like, you know, it was us. Like, you're the biggest table of nerds in this school. Oh, yeah. I mean, I remember those days. All I can say about that guy is he punches like a sissy. <laughs> and makes a satisfying thump when he hits a wall. Uh, I I'm, I grew up in a time where, you know, we were at the, at the cafeteria table. We were writing up characters and discussing things. Yeah. And people would come Uno up. at lunch. And people made fun of us for playing Uno at lunch. Yeah. That's not even a real game. Come on. You're making fun of us for playing Uno? Yeah. yeah. And, and people I would. as well be playing Crazy Eights. Oh, my God. 
and would make fun of us. We only had playing cards when I was a kid. We didn't have card games that weren't playing cards. <laughs> Back in my day. Back in your day. We played war, and we liked it. <laughs> oh, we played war. I'm not sure we liked it, but we played war. <laughs> we but yeah, we, we grew up with that, and I'm very much, uh, you know, very much happy they don't have to deal with that anymore. But Or not as yeah. bad. Not as bad, yeah. But don't add to it. No, I think I clipped your person. Sorry. Distracted. Um, yeah, don't it's it, don't add to it. Just go. Respect, you know, like like my mom said, like everyone's mom said, if you can't say something nice, don't say anything at all. Words you don't need by. to. Words or, to live by. Or like the wise man said, you be nice until it's time to not be nice. And he'll tell you when that is. <laughs> but you I mean, it, it I, just got it got on my nerves seeing that, I, and I was like, I was like, really, dude, you're in a nerd store what? with other nerds playing nerd games, and you want to dog him because he's not playing your nerd game? Well, I told you they were doing that at the local gaming store. I forget which game it was on, but they were like making fun of one of the gamer sex, and they're the employees. I'm like that. That shit's oh, not okay. Ooh. Like motherfuckers. Like, do I have to rumble? I know both owners of this fucking store. Do we need to talk to them? I hate doing that. <laughs> Don't tell me stitches get snitches. I'll whoop your ass. You mean snitches get stitches? That's, that's, that's six one <laughs> half dozen of the other. Whatever. Get me started. But I, I was just, I was just very. I got enough problems in my world to worry about y'all being dicks to people just because yeah. they don't like what you like. And, and honestly. In today's day and age, as much as you might want to not get involved, not want any drama, if you see that shit, you, you got to step to your brother's aid. Yeah. Because we're all, you know, brothers and sisters in gaming. You step to their aid. You tell the guys, like, hey, guys, that's not cool. Knock that stuff out. You don't be mean to them. Just, just, or even sarcastic. Just be like, knock that stuff out. That's unnecessary. Yeah. And if it keeps going, especially if the other person's there, I mean, you're going to have to get firm with them. You know, it's we have to back each other up because otherwise it's just going to keep going. People aren't going to realize it's wrong. People are going to keep doing it. And we have to stop it. If we stop it every time we see it, eventually it'll be okay. They're going to be like, maybe they get, you know, I have a story I tell of a guy who would cheat in every game of 40K and no one wanted to play him. And we're at the Battle Bunker in Glen Burnie and he, and he's like, oh, hey, you want to play a game? And I'm like, I would not play you if the last person playing 40K on the planet. <laughs> and he asked the million dollar question. Why? And I went on like a 10 minute, fairly <laughs> loud, zero curse word, because I'm in the game store, in the game workshop store, tirade on him. You know, fast forward about four or five months, and people are playing him because he's totally fair, he's playing the rules right, he's having a great time, and suddenly he's the best opponent ever. So sometimes maybe you guys are going to lead that guy to that epiphany. Maybe you're going to lead that person to realize. It's not okay what I've been doing. People know what I've been doing. It's not okay. I want to play this game more than I want the the brief glimpse of winning or the the brief glimpse of being the cool guy making fun of the nerd. <laughs> and if not, then you just keep doing it until they generally get ostracized by everyone because they have to. And if you got a group like that, you're gonna have to stand up to the group. It's tough. You got problems? You call me. I'll do what I can. Seriously. 
because that shit's not okay. Not, not anywhere. Doubly not in our hobbies. It's not good. Yeah, we got too many things to worry about. Yeah, we got. We need. We need to defend each other. Need to get this shit out of the hobby. We just <laughs> drives um, me insane. I, 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 before I lose it on my train of thought, um, I put in a order for those new GW contrasts. Article store says, "Hey guys, what do you want? You know, we're looking, cool. we're doing." And uh, I put in for like all like the the basic colors. So I'm kind of interested. I actually held off on painting my Night Watch because I want to try the black, um, because that was um, I hate painting black and making black look good. Um, and so, so did you start out with it being like a light gray. I actually. Then- you, yeah, I think I'm going to use a light gray primer. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I think I'm going to do a little bit of uh, darker uh, in the recess and then paint that on there. I'm going to do a couple of test models to try it out because black is always a pain in the butt to, you know, highlight and make look good. You but, might need to do all that, Gonzo. You might just contrast paint, add that black or whatever it's called now. Yeah. Oil. Jobs are good in. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. That's what I was gonna do. I was gonna do some test testing with. It was just on yeah, my mind. Cause experiment. I'm sitting, yeah, because I'm, I'm sitting painting this model, painting one of my guild ball models. I did play that's, in a guild ball Jim tournament. That's what Jim and I are like. Did you? Yep. So I mean, I, I'm looking forward to them, and that that's there. I mean, we've been trying out new paints. Yeah, uh, me and Jim the... are both looking forward to that too. We're yep. like, which store should we make the trek to? Because they are all 45 minutes or more away. <laughs> Dartboard. Chunk. All right, that one. Uh, you just use a map, whichever store you end up closest to. I mean, yeah. well, I was like, well, we haven't been to the uh, the Games Workshop store in Downers Grove, and our friend Adam, who used to work at the Chicago Land Battle Bunker, um, is the manager at that one, oh. and we haven't seen him since. We see him once in a while, like at Gen Con or Adepticon. Well, yeah, you should definitely go take go say hi. I mean, you know, Binder for Games Workshop is not bad. We do. I mean, as much as people hate to say it, you do need to keep those stores in in play too if you want them to stay around. Yeah, yeah. they got to get some of your money. I mean, there's one right around the corner that I try and buy stuff from once in a while. I just hate the fucking manager. I am. I suspect that it out. should work fine with non GW primer. It's not like they they put a special thing in their primer just there, to contrast paints. There no. is a rumor, and it's I'm saying it's speculation rumor that their primer that they that they're wanting people to use has more of a satin finish, um, and that could be what, the reason why they want you to use their primer. Uh, whether it is or not, I'm not sure. I haven't seen it. Haven't got a lot of things on it, well, but I definitely want to test it out with just a normal gray primer. Or I am know. absolutely going to test this shit out with my my Steinlores primer and my uh, my way that I prepare my models with uh-huh. the uh, the primer, the wash, the, uh, the zenithal. zenithal dry brush. Yes. I have the black, I have gray, I have rust, I have yellow, I have green. Uh, yellow and black make gray also. <laughs> so I'm I'm set on I love my Steinalrez. I may pick up more of it. So next Tuesday not this coming Tuesday, I'll be streaming my normal stuff, but the following week after that I'm going to the Badger Airbrush uh factory. Actually, it's, that's you know, the, uh, the week it comes out, right? It's about two weeks away now? 
Yeah, I think the 15th is when it comes yeah. out. Yeah. Uh, yeah, my, my friend's son's Eagle Court of Honor. Yeah, you pre-order this coming Saturday, and then it'll come in the Saturday after that. Um, I'll try and get some when I can, but uh, I don't have anything really staring at needing it right now. So, Well, um, I also want to use it for my... Um, was it my druids? Because I have like like 120 druids to try. Oh, the trees. Yeah, and I'm no, like, dryad. not druids, dryads. Oh, dryads. Yeah, I'm dryads. Sorry, my fault. Um, You're still I... stuck on the druish princess. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, she doesn't look druish. So I mean, oh. I got that. I want to. I definitely want to try my I mean, I can paint send scheme you some on the druids if you want. I got a bunch of circle hanging out here. Nope. I'm perfectly fine. <laughs> I, I will. Wait, yeah. Anything. Once we pick these up, I'm gonna be testing them out on my stream too so people can see what i'm doing with them and what may work and what may not work yep and so, uh because i don't know what i'm doing with them i don't know how they're gonna work so we'll all learn together <laughs> i need to get both of your guys uh care packages together hopefully i will get time off work eventually eventually i get to take a day off i'm sure uh to get those together i'm gonna get you one or two of those turbo dork uh Color shift, see what you can do with them. Ooh. And then, Gonzo, I got a bunch of stuff downstairs for you right now. I got cards and stuff. Is it going to need a U-Haul truck? No, <laughs> no, it'll fit the box. I've had so little time to put together and do stuff. I still haven't looked at the models you sent me from Parable and Games. <laughs> open the box, like, oh, there's models. Cool. And then I haven't. I still have time. It's crazy. That's coming out this month, too, on the 15th. Yeah. Um, this month is terrible for releases. Oh, yes, because everybody's releasing. End of the month, you get Malifaux 3rd Edition, which huh. Not Brushhead Dave is really interested in. We get the next set for Transformers TCG. Hopefully they throttle back on that. Two or three sets a year is more than enough. They do four. Oh, I yeah. think half our guys are going to be out because that's a lot of money. Yeah. I mean, so I'm hoping they throttle back. I would hope they throttle back to two. When, since they got so much out, but three might be doable. Yeah, that's a lot. But, I haven't played any of that game in a while. You and I have been too busy. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, I haven't left work <clears> on time. <throat> I only leave work on time on Fridays, and that doesn't even always happen. Because I told my new hire, I'm like, "Hey, you want to make up some hours?" He's like, "Yeah, all right. Well, we'll do some one-on-one training after work every day." Except Friday, I ain't staying late Friday. What? I have yeah. limits. I have stayed late Fridays. I just don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> I can only work so many hours. I mean, when there's two days left in the pay period, you're like, I'm done with hours for the pay period. You're like, well, shit. I guess I got to come in the next two days anyways. Can't work over 40. Uh, um, no, I can work over 40. I just don't get paid for over 40. Uh, well, salary. Yep. Yep. I mean... I'll be honest, I mean, I worked 40 hours, more than 40 hours between that and travel time in the four days I was gone at the, in Nashville. So, you so know I what just triggered... <laughs> What's up? You know what just triggered my Echo Dot? Well, that sucks. <laughs> I just, just totally thought I was calling out the, uh, the magic word for my Echo. I, uh... I hit the uh, mute microphone button on mine. That way she doesn't uh, come and say something crazy on... Uh... Like, 
when I'm. Oh, uh, I see. Okay, I never bothered to look at what the little uh, things were on the top, and I'm like, oh, okay. Yep. Plus volume, minus volume. Uh, I think the power button slash do something button and uh, mute microphone. Have my boy. Oh, everybody. You can go viral. <laughs> go viral with my puppy. Puppy. Yeah, oh, look at him. He's so cute. If you're watching us on uh, live on Twitch uh, or on YouTube, you can see the puppy. Yes, he's super cute. Gonzo, did you name him yet? Theodore Titan. What now? His name is Theodore Titan. Theo for short. Aw, it's not Teddy Titan? Nope. <laughs> All right. Bye, guys. You will be for me. Oh, you've got three dogs. You are a brave, brave man. Yes, I do have three dogs. I have a beagle uh, and a corgi also. Beagle is Tucker. Tucker don't want to be up here. TJ, come here. I'll probably show TJ. He was my corgi. He's my tank yes. of a corgi. You can see him in the background a little bit. He's already up wanting to go in there. Yeah. Tucker, come here. Come here, Tucker. Come over here. You should be able to see him now. Oh, yeah. Oh, there's both oh, there of them. Yep. yep. <laughs> okay. All right. Dogs. Yeah, I've always had dogs, and I've always had two to three dogs every time. Come on. Oh, I would love to get a dog, but uh, I don't think it's in the cars right now. That's how I feel. Yeah. Especially the hours I work. Well, the, so I have I this dog in Bainian, the bed. At that point, Banyan should get a dog. Which I think is a great idea. Banyan, you should get a dog. Yeah, Banyan, you should get a dog. Absolutely. Well, when um, Toby passed away, we, we talked about it after you know a few days, and we were like, do we want to get another dog? Because we've always had two to three dogs in our house. And oh. um, we were like, you know what? We're not going to search for a dog. But if someone comes up and needs one adopted... And we don't pay three hundred, four hundred dollars for a dog, um, and we don't do breeders and stuff like that. We will get another dog, and so we we're doing nothing. And one of our friends was needing to get rid of some their full-blooded bassets, and they live in Oklahoma. And Oklahoma got hit by all that weather, and they just needed to get rid of them. They asked for a very small, small fee, and I was like, "Yes, we're gonna go a hundred percent and go get." Um, and it was like, yep, we're getting this dog. And so we went and picked him up. But Bing and fish are not cuddly. Fish are not cuddly. (laughs) So, and it came at the right time too, with me being on summer break and everything too. Yeah, it's a good time to get, that is definitely a good time to get, get a pet. Uh, I kind of miss, uh, Creekin's, uh, rats. They were super cool and intelligent and fun. And everyone at work was like, oh, rats, oh. And I'm like, what? There's pictures of them, like, climbing all over me and saying hi. And they're like, oh, my God, that's terrible. No. Like, I... Well, that was wrong with you people. I used to have bearded people. dragons. Bearded dragons? Oh. They're oh, not yeah. cuddly either. No, they're not cuddly. No, but they're good. They're good animals, though. They're, they're a good animal for I think all kids. animals are good at I... some point. I kind of missed the bird, too. But that's because it was sort of hand-raised and, and tamed, and it was very fun. It would jump on your finger and, and, and give you kisses. It was cool. but I'm petless right now. That's probably okay. Things are crazy enough. Anyways, 
Uh, I think we covered uh, the nerd shaming topic. What do we do for the next fifteen minutes? We also covered a bunch of painting stuff. Yeah, we did. Cover, I did want to cover some of that too. Um, we do have a lot of stuff coming out. Like, let's go back to what's coming out this month. Um, as everybody knows, the contrast paints are coming out, which we're all looking forward to. We all want to try. We're all interested in. Um, and I will give a review of them once I can. Maybe jump on here and show people. Um, I know that we've got. You said Malifaux 3.0 is coming out this month? Yeah, Malifaux 3 is coming out end of the month. Uh, uh, Siege of Cybertron is coming out for Transformers TCG, which I mentioned yep. just because I play it. Um, GW is actually a little lighter on releases because all that trade bullshit is actually hurting the gaming companies a little bit. Yeah, everybody's hurting a little bit on that. Things are sort of back. We're still waiting on um, uh, Sabine and Bosk for... Uh, Legion, along with uh, Rebel Veterans and uh, Shore Troopers. Yeah. Um, what do you think about... I, w- I want to go that, but I don't want to forget... I want to go back to Legion for a second, but I don't want to forget that also Conquest is coming out this month. If you haven't ordered your Conquest, starter set, yeah. uh, you should go ahead. Um, it's a very cool game. Can't wait to play that. Um, a lot of the stores opening up, and everybody's kind of excited for a good... Another high fantasy rank and flank. Yeah, high, high fantasy uh, rank and flank is a good idea. Like I said, it'll. Yeah. Uh, I think the time is right. Uh, Kings of War. I mean, hats off for you guys for trying, but it's just a little simpler than I like. Yeah. But we also have. Um, I wanted to go back and talk to you a little bit about Legion and about Bosk. Okay. Because, as we know, that right now. Bosk and Boba Fett have bounties and you can place a bounty. And if you place the bounty on two different model units and you know, Boba Fett wipes out that bounty and then Bosk wipes out that bounty. That means that person's two up on victory points. If they stay alive, if I'm correct, right? You are correct. Yes. And so there was a big backlash as people were complaining. Don't be the guy that plays two bounties. I mean, so I forget how much Boba Fett is, but... He's expensive. He's, he's like, what, 150 He's good, though. He's worth so, his points. But no, 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 absolutely he's worth his point. He is uh, crazy. Let me get actual points here, just to give you guys an idea. Uh, so there is actually an army building app for uh, for Star Wars Legion. It's called uh, Legion Army Builder. Uh-huh. It's pretty solid. They will put anything they have enough data on to get in here. So, you know... If I look at operatives, they have both Boba Fett and Bosk in here. Boba Fett's a buck forty. Bosk is ninety-five. Um, do you want to spend two hundred and thirty-five points on these two guys with no upgrades? I mean, sure, you can get two more victory points, and that is really good. And honestly, probably one of the parts of the game that I am not a hundred percent sold on because I think it's a little much. Because the Rebels have no way of getting extra victory points. Correct. so They don't have any uh, yet. I hear they're working on that, but we'll have to see what they do. Um, but, so yeah, I mean, you don't want to be that guy, but there are things in play that can live. Like, uh, we tested Bosk out uh, as soon as they spoiled his card, and he died like a dog. <laughs> rushed. It's a good thing he gets enraged because at a certain point he had so many counters on him. We just kept putting him on there just to see because technically once he becomes enraged he loses all his counters, which I think is BS because he could heal back to not enraged. But I guess that's probably okay. 
And he just got smeared. Uh, Boba Fett's a bit more tough. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, there's something to be said. I mean, it is a very, from a meta point of, the point of view, you could take them both and then take the generic Imperial Commander, who's only 50 points, so now you're paying, you know, 200 and, was that, 85 points for your Commander and two operatives? That's not terrible. I mean, you pay that for Vader. Vader and, like, an operative, You it's, that's, that's less, I think, Vader and Bosk. Well, I know that people are complaining about that. And I was like, people are going to take what they can. Yeah. They're just going to take it. So you're just going to have to get used to it. So they're all, it's great. But, I mean, Fett's really tough, but he can break. Oh, yeah. He can literally be there and be like, if there's nothing else to shoot at, you just throw shots at Fett. And if you roll a hit, he's taking suppression. And suddenly he's like, um... I got six expression counters. I'm going to run away. And he is fast. <laughs> yeah, he is. <laughs> he's going to be gone. And there are things that Fett's just not good at. Yeah. And so, I mean, you can do that, but it's it's like any other tactic. It's going to, it's got its bonuses. The upside is very up because you can win a game even when you don't have the troops to win the actual objective. But you have a lot of points spent in a couple guys. So you have to balance it. I don't think it's broken. Like I said, I'm sure they're going to do something with it. Um, my guess, since we haven't seen R2, R2 will probably be some crazy way of the Rebels are gaining victory points. Who knows how? You know. But the the meta will will adjust to whatever it is. Um, there's already a cool uh, training upgrade that is not very useful unless you're bringing a lot of guys with multi-wounds, where if you attack someone who has a... who's hurt, who has damaged you get a free aim token. There's a lot of things that's going to be pretty good on. Yeah. You know, you give that to, like, you know, fleet troopers even, suddenly a free aim token, they're getting pretty good. Well, anybody gets a free aim token is great. Well, like, fleets are even better because, and also you can plan for it. You're like, okay, I'm going to get that, and then I'm going to give them targeting scopes, so now they get precise, so now I'm getting more use out of that. Yeah. I just thought it was interesting because it was a hot topic. Yeah. Oh, plus Sabine coming in is going to make things different. Um, what it'll probably do is it'll make Luke a more interesting choice for Rebels, because Luke kills Bosk pretty handily. Yeah, he doesn't survive very well. Vet is a different story because Luke kills Fett too. Well, yeah, but what I'm saying is Fett can move around fairly quickly and get away. Not from Luke. No, well, Luke, Luke has got the jump and all that good stuff. And yeah, Luke, Luke's got good stuff, but yeah, from other stuff, Fett can get out of trouble, but the further away he gets from people, it starts becoming harder for him to actually affect the battle. Yeah. So if you're forcing him away, like if you've got ATRTs coming at him, and let's remember, ATRTs, <clears throat> they're pretty good in melee. Don't hesitate to get in melee and start uh, chopping you some Fett or some Bosk. I hear a Trandoshan meat's very tasty. <laughs> Um, there's, there's a lot of things and people just they look at it from their very narrow perspective and you've got to widen it and look at everything yeah I just um, know that, that was like a hot topic and stuff and I was like double bounties well I don't yeah, sure. now I'm, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get boss just because I want to have Bosk uh, but if I'm gonna play either one of them and I'm gonna make sure you have my points it's gonna be vet I mean I'll be honest Sabine's I'm getting oh, Sabine's, I should say not out. Sabine's gonna be crazy good yeah Sabine with the dark saber uh, for now is 
freaking Jedi killer, at least until they do the next rules update they're going to do. And they just did a rules update, so we're probably a good <clears throat> three months from the next rules update. And if you're wondering what that is, is uh, Sabine has Impervious, so for every Pierce, you roll an extra defense die. And with the Darksaber, she's immune to Pierce and melee. So that, you know, Vader runs in with Pierce 3, you're like, all right, I'm going to roll three extra defense dice, and I'm immune to your Pierce. Now, obviously, that's not rules as they intend them from the beginning. They're just as they're written right now. They've already said they're going to fix that, that immune supersedes Impervious, which makes perfect sense. Yeah. Just means that she doesn't want to necessarily go after Vader, but, you know, someone like Fett. Sabine will whip, whip the crap out of Fett because she'll get in melee with the Darksaber and just start whooping. But to be fair, she should because she's got the Darksaber. At that point, she's already as many points as him. And she's got a tighter focus. He's a better shooter than her. She's better all around. In fact, Sabine is almost like a commander in herself. She's super cool. I cannot wait to get my hands on her. The hardest decision... Helmet or no helmet? Helmet. I think I'm going helmet, but... That's what I would do. <clears throat> Maybe I'll get two. Okay. It's a good thing about Legion. The models are cheap. I'll get a second one. <laughs> um, what else is coming out? Uh, did y'all see the new uh, Necromunda gang? The Judge Dreads? Uh, yeah, we were oh, very, yeah. I'm very disappointed yeah. with them. They're, they're, they're solid models, but they don't, they don't look like enforcers to me. They look like... Space Marine Scouts. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they kind of do. They look a bit light armored and stuff. They do look cool, though. I do like them. I think that they're very... They're they are nice models. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah. I haven't really gotten back into Necromunda. We used to play it a lot back in the day, but I got turned off when they made it a board game inherently. Yeah. And then I'm like, mm, out. It, it took them way too long to get stuff out. Yeah. Well, now, it's... yeah, they're, they're paint schemes. I've seen paint up in a bunch of schemes, Legionnaires, and there's some they look really good in, some maybe not so good, but they just sort of smack of Space Marine Scouts. Um, they don't have like it is a cool, characterful uh, aesthetic. So in Necromunda itself, they definitely look very much, let's say, uh, coherent and different than the rest of the guys. So that's cool. But with no one locally playing Necromunda, even though I'm sure if we started Necromunda, we have guys as soon as Spires come out. Oh, God. Please don't let me have Spires. <laughs> Not Brushhead. Dave is a fan of Spires. We ran... so. You only have three models. We did a ton of uh, Necromunda back in the day. Um, Ed Sires, my old boss at Games Workshop, ran a campaign for people who worked there. And I just played Catachins, and the whole idea was it was a squad of Catachins off a dropship that crashed. Um... So it was, it was, uh, it was 10 catechins and then Doc and Pilot, and I was using the, uh, Tanith Doctor and then the Pilot from, uh, The Last Chancers, because he's all bandaged up, like he's hurt. <laughs> and I played that for the whole campaign. It was funny, because I, I'm the only one in the campaign who ended up with all the original models still alive. I saw the full squad of 10, plus more guys who'd come in, you know, I, I started getting all these settlements, and... There's like one turn where it's like, I've got four settlements, I go to each one, and each one generated a juve. I'm like, and the numbers are rising. Well, I, uh, I played mine, and I've only lost one guy. I was able to buy him back, pretty much, because I just had enough to buy the guy, because he was my guy that was using my Radfaj Kanan 
but I got enough points and I got enough levels now that I can buy an Ambot. Oh. Which I'm going to buy an Ambot and play with it in my next game, I think. Sometime we'll tell you about the... the uh, I ran one where I was basically GM of the game, and we would have you know weird objectives and stuff, and people would play on boards. I'd make up rules for the boards. And we'll tell you sometime about the Escher named Daisy and her cutter. <laughs> which was an assault cannon she scavenged off of. Because one of the tables that we had at the time, they were using to train for other stuff, was like a cra- one of the crashed uh, Imperial bombers that had twin assault cannons on it. And I'm like, you go up to a piece, you can scavenge. If you roll a six, you get something. And then, you know, you'll roll another die. And how good you roll it depends on how good the thing you get is. She's like, I got a six, and then I got a six. I'm like, all right, you got an assault cannon. Merry Christmas. She was the worst shot with an assault cannon because she was ballistic skill three. <laughs> but then she got the ability to move and fire it, which was hilarious. So she was ballistic skill two when moving and firing. But, I mean, hell, it's a assault cannon. Who cares? She's throwing out so many shots, something's going to hit. Eventually. It was super fun. I, I do like games like that. Um, kind of wish I'd do that uh, for something, but uh, we'll see what the guys say sometime. I got too many other games I need to run right now to start. What? On the- Let's go ahead and switch over to our media section because we actually have a decent amount of media stuff to go over. Uh, oh, we're going sure. a little bit early, which is okay. Not a problem. Media section. Party time. Excellent. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> Kathy, how many do you have today? Um, none. None. All right, John, how many do you have? Oh, uh, like three or four. I got one, two, three, four, five, six. You need to do something with your life, Gonzo. Well, I do. <laughs> I worked on I worked on some stuff for the convention and watched TV at the same time. Yeah, I can't do that. Yeah. That's what YouTube's for. Something I cannot pay attention to and just have background noise. Yeah. Normally it's music, occasionally it's YouTube, but if I watch a movie, I watch a movie. So that's what I did. Uh, so let's go with my first one. Um, so I watched the Netflix show Rim of the World. Rim of the World is a young kids battle aliens. And it tries to capitalize on the young kid part. Um, it tries to... Directed by McGee? Yeah. I'm sure it's quality. And it, it, it tries to capitalize on the kids directly. You know, you've got one that's like super rich and, you know, is all cool. And you got one that's a nerdy and then the secret and, you know, just so on and so forth. You have, you have your plethora of different people in there. Uh, the story is aliens attack the uh, International Space Station the International Space Station blows up. An astronaut gets off of it. And when the astronaut gets off, they have a key to unlock our super secret defense mechanism to save us against aliens if they attack. Why the ISS has that when the device is on Earth? I have no fucking clue. And neither does the story. Um, it fucking sucked. This show was horrible. The special effects, it's like they spent no money on special effects. It was like late 80s, early 90s, I would say late 80s special effects. The aliens were bad. The CGI was bad. The acting was horrible. You didn't feel for any of the characters. It was all planned out. 
you could see everything from a mile away. Uh, it was really, really bad. I'm talking like not Atlantic Rim, but very close to it. <laughs> it's getting close to Atlantic Rim. So I would say it's probably like three space herpes, three, I would say three and a half to four. That's not uh, nearly close enough to Atlantic Rim to say close yeah, to Atlantic Rim. I, I would say four because the end of it is so bad. I mean, everything about it is just horrible. The special effects, the acting, the story, you know, you're like, oh, they're like, yay, we're saved, yay. It's like they were trying to combine Goonies and all the other 80s cool shows together in one and just failing at it because it was done in 2019. <laughs> I mean, everything... Well, I mean, Stranger Things happened to, was able to capture all of that kind of yeah, magic. It was, and that's what they were trying to do, is trying to capture that magic, and they did it yeah, very so. poorly. Very, very poorly. Uh, highly skip it, don't watch it, push it to a four space herpes, get rid of it, don't even talk about it. Well, there you go. Probably four and a half. <laughs> sounds like. No, it sounds like four. It sounds like, you know, in the Beastmaster range. Hey, hey Beastmaster is at least a three. 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 Sorry. <laughs> sorry. It is. I mean, it is the worst movie I've seen this year. Um, a movie that I thought was going to challenge for worst movies this year. I watched on Friday and that is Flight of the Intruder. Okay. Not to be confused, confused with Flight of the Navigator, which my friends did. They are oh. not close at all. Okay, good. Um, Flight of the Intruder is based off a book, and it is about uh, A6 intruder pilots in the Vietnam War. Mm-hmm. Uh, it stars uh, Danny Glover as the carrier, uh, or the, the commander of the air group. Mm-hmm. And then it has uh, Brad Johnson. And you're like, who? Wasn't he a quarterback? Not that Brad Johnson. The actor Brad Johnson, who's been in nothing of consequence. <laughs> and then it has Willem Dafoe uh, in it also, and they are uh, Brad Johnson's a pilot. He loses his uh, his navigator on the way back, and it screws him up a little bit. And then they go say goodbye to his their family, and uh, they're not there. And he meets a girl there who's cleaning up, and unnecessary romance. Uh, this this movie's all over the place. It is not coherent. The only saving grace this movie is that does have some very cool, uh, you know, battle scenes with the A6 Intruder and all. Um, uh, Brad Johnson and Willem Dafoe probably, and, and Danny Glover have the best chemistry of the movie because the rest of the people do not have chemistry. I'm not really sure they're fully formed actors at this point. <laughs> it's got an early time Tom Sizemore, who is terrible. And early Ving Rames, who is unfortunate. The dialogue is oh painful at point. It's just like, oh god, I should be drinking for this. <laughs> but it ends a lot stronger than it than it starts. Um, it's got some cool seeds. It's it has a deeper message of the meaning of war and more more shots fired basically at you know how the, the Vietnam War was run. And you, you watch it mostly for some of those uh, some of those air combat scenes and sort of the ending clip, which is a bit unrealistic but amusing. Uh, I give it. I want to like it more, but I've got to give it like three or three and a half space herpes. It is. It's not good. <laughs> it, it's worth watching. I got it for like three bucks on DVD, so 
it was worth three bucks easily. I've watched it a couple times. It just keeps getting worse, unfortunately. I <laughs> <laughs> have to retire it eventually. But uh, Top Gun it is not. Skip it. Uh, skip it. I mean, watch it once and then forget about it. Um, you're going to rather watch Top Gun or Firebirds or Stealth or any of the other similar kinds of movies. They're probably better. Gonzo? Um, I watched um, another Netflix movie called The Silence. Um, the Silence is with uh, Stanley Tucci. Okay. And the girl that plays Sabrina in the new show. Um, no say. I, can't, I don't remember her name. Um, and it's about, uh, these creatures that come out and if you make a noise, they attack you and kill you. Um, kind of do what the quiet place, except for these are flying, you know, bat like creatures. Um, the plot is easily seeable with noise. Yes. Okay. Um, plot is easily, you can tell everything that's going on in this, you know, what everything's going, there wasn't any surprises. Um, there wasn't anything that was ooh and ah. The creatures were kind of cool. Um, you knew where everything was going, what everything was doing. Um, you didn't believe the girl was deaf because uh, the girl plays supreme is supposed to be deaf. She doesn't act deaf. It doesn't translate at all very well. Uh, there are plenty of times I'm watching it and I'm like, really? This is... Okay, this just doesn't make sense at all. Um, it wasn't bad, but it wasn't good either. It sits at the th- it sits at the you know the three um, space RPs because it just wasn't there. There, it's been done before. Little tiny creatures that attack and kill people um, if you make noises. Been there, done that. Um, yeah, been there, done that this year. Yeah. So I mean, it really or didn't do anything. Yeah, I mean, it just didn't do anything. Special effects were okay. Acting was okay, except for I didn't believe that she was deaf. Stanley Tucci was all right. It was just... Meh. That's the best way to put it. That's the reason why I give it three, because it's just a meh. There wasn't much to it. Fair Uh, enough. If you got bored, try it, but you won't like it. (laughs) Fair enough. Why don't you the second one, because you got so damn many. Uh, let's see. I finished and watched the last season of Ash vs. Evil Dead. Okay. Which is uh, the TV show. Yeah, um, the final season because they canceled it, right? Canceled it, yes. Which I was kind of bummed because of the end of it. Um, Ash vs. Evil Dead, this season was good. Um, it had everything I would expect out of, you know, an Ash vs. Evil Dead. Uh, plenty of blood and gut, plenty of gore, plenty of, you know, over-the-top gore. Over-the-top scenes, you know, all that crazy stuff that you go to expect. Um, and it, it wasn't bad at all. I enjoyed it all the way through. Got some good giggles. Got some good, you know, oh, crap, that's, damn. Really? Okay, yeah, all right. Um, but, I mean, it was it was the overtop that you expect from, an, you know, Ash vs. Evil Dead thing. Um, the ending of the show, um, everything happens, and then... Um, uh, what you call it? Uh, the season ends, and the season ends with uh, I'm going to spoil it because it's already been out for long enough. Ash wakes up, and he is actually in a post-apocalyptic world um, where he has to now fight undead in a post-apocalyptic world where demons have taken over. And I was like, oh, that'd have been kind of cool, kind of fun. 
Um, the end of Army of Darkness. Yeah. It, oh, it, sorry. The the original end of Army of Darkness, not the actual theatrical end. Sorry. Correct. And so it it had been neat. It had been cool to see that, but of course they canceled it. Um, but it was okay to end it right there. Was was just fine. Um, overall, I I liked it. I would say pushing it to one and a half two space RPs. If you're not into that type of stuff, if you're if you're not into any of the Ash vs Evil Dead, just don't watch it because you won't get it. You won't understand. You you'll be like, why is there you know, why why is there a Playboy you know bunny you know centerfold model trying to kill ash from him looking at it you know it's just weird over the top blood and guts um but I, I enjoyed it very much so like one and a half two pushing it and that was ash versus the evil dead right yes ash versus the evil dead the last season i don't know what was the season it was someone was asking us to make sure i get the title right yeah all right so my next one since i'm apparently going to go in order of uh worst to best uh, last night I was looking for something to watch. Uh, I actually wanted to watch a Western, but apparently Netflix and Amazon on my uh, TV won't classify Western as a genre. So first, <laughs> fuck you guys. Yeah. Secondly, I ended up on Olympus Has Fallen, which is a movie I've seen. I actually own it. It's on a DVD set with White House Down, which is basically the same movie, just with different actors. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to say... It was the worst of the two movies, but after rewatching the beginning of this, maybe it's not, and I'm not sure when we watch to be sure. So let me just start by saying this movie in reality, don't talk to each other anymore. They had a falling out. They don't want to see each other <laughs> ever, ever, because the beginning is so unrealistic. You're like that shit would just not happen. <laughs> But once you get into the premise, you know, they have to set up the Die Hard in the White House because it is Die Hard in the White House. Yes. Once they set it up, after that, it becomes much more tolerable. Just turn your brain off in the beginning because you're like, how did that gunship make it over D.C.? That wouldn't have happened. I'm like, you are correct. It would have been a flaming ball of debris long before D.C. But you're going to have to give, live with that. Uh, there's some fun ideas there. There's some absolutely retardo shit. But once you get into it, you settle into a pretty average action movie. I mean, Gerard Butler is no Liam Neeson, definitely no Keanu Reeves. I feel like John Wick would have solved this particular problem much quicker. (laughs) And just killed them all with much less muss or fuss. But, um, you know, there's a reason this movie is getting its second sequel. Because it is just solid enough action and it's enjoyable action. Um, he's not unrealistically badass. He's actually sort of realistically badass, which is ironic considering how unrealistic the rest of the movie is. And boy, they just ramped that up to the next level in the next movie. Maybe I will cover London Has Fallen next, because somehow I own that on DVD too. Don't ask. <laughs> I have problems. But, uh, you know, it's uh, Gerard Butler. He's fine in it. You get Aaron Eckhart playing the president. He's good in it. Uh Let's see. Morgan Freeman plays the Speaker of the House, and Morgan Freeman's Morgan Freeman. Yeah. Uh, and then Angela Bassett plays the head of the Secret Service. She's fine. And then you get Robert Forrester. And I know you guys are like, Robert Forrester? Who the fuck is Robert Forrester? I love Robert familiar. Forrester. Robert Forrester's in some of my favorite movies. I really enjoy him. He's playing a military general and does a perfectly standout job. I just call him out every time I see him. Eventually, I will cover The Black Hole, which is one of my favorite movies, and he is the leading role in that. He's also in Jackie Brown, Delta Force, though he plays an Arab in Delta Force, which is unfortunate, but is what it is. So yeah, 
solid action flick, kind of enjoyable. Um, after the first, you know, deluge of unrealism, it calms down to just action movie unrealistic. But at the end of the day, it is just Die Hard in the White House and not done as well as Die Hard because they never are. I think the closest <laughs> is probably Under Siege. And that may not hold up too well. I'll have to see. But uh, yeah, so it's, of course, Two and a Half Space Herpes is an average action movie. It's a perfectly good way to waste your night. It's on Netflix for free. Yeah, no, I watched a movie on Netflix that I own. Don't ask. Sometimes you're sitting there and you're just like, fuck, I'm watching that. Yeah, like, I don't want to reach into the cupboard and get the DVD out or the Blu-ray or whatever. I've been staring at movies for <laughs> five minutes while my, with my, my, my three scoop Sunday sitting there in this waffle bowl, getting ready, to, like wanting to be eaten. I was just like, fuck it, I'm watching this. Uh, so there you go, two and a half. Eh, it's worth watching. It's for free on Netflix. If you got Netflix, just take, give it a shot. Because, I mean, it's London Has Fallen is more of the same, and I remember it being enjoyable. I saw it at the theater. Don't judge me. And then Angel Has Fallen, because he's, of course, the president's guardian angel after saving him twice. And uh, I might see that in the theater. They're probably the cheap flick, the cheap theater again, which is where I saw London Has Fallen, because it's, it's not a full-price movie. Let's not pretend. Anyways, Gonzo, I'm what what high form of art do you have for us? Uh, it's not high form. Um, on a request of Benion, um, he told me to try out Legacies. Uh, Legacies is a CW show. Um, it is a spinoff of Vampire Diaries and the Originals, um, which I didn't know. Because uh, I, I went and looked it up as well. I was watching it. I was like, this character looks okay. And everything started kind of looking. Um, Legacies is about a school where werewolves, vampires, and mages live. Um, so kind of like a Hogwarts for the World of Darkness. Oh. Um. Amazing. Right up Banian's alley. Yeah. Um, (laughs) I was very hesitant because it is a CW show, so I'm expecting nothing but, you know. That is understandable, sir. Um, <laughs> very much nothing but you know teen love dramas, and so on and so forth. And it's actually not bad right now. I'm only about four episodes in. Okay. And sixteen is you know the first season. Uh, supposedly they're getting a second one. CW ones take a little bit to get the full CW. Correct. They lure you in with this promise, and then they drop the full CW on your head. Yeah. Um, to concuss you into watching the rest of it. Yeah. So so far it's not bad. Um, it, it it's got you know some decent scenes. Uh, learning the world. It kind of reminds me of uh, right now. What is it? Uh, what's the name of uh, Supernatural? Um, okay. It's kind of got a supernatural feel to it, um, which is okay because Supernatural is a, a quality show. Um, but I, I'm like you. I'm waiting for the CW to drop. It's waiting around the corner. Yeah. I'm just waiting for the CW to drop. Is that our new term for when that happens in any TV? Yeah, when the CW drops. Yeah, Yeah, we'll we'll coin that one. Um, It's it's why I stopped watching The Flash. It's because it just got a little too CW that I wanted to deal with. It's why I stopped watching Arrow. It got more CW that I wanted to deal with. um, But, I mean, it's it's okay. It's not bad. Uh, It's not horrible. Some of the acting is kind of eh. Uh, the characters are kind of cool. Um, everything's been all right. So, you know, 
two space herpes, not pushing three yet. I'm waiting. Like I said, when the CW drops, it'll probably drop in the score too. Um, there's a lot of characters in this, so it's really hard to get, you know, like, oh, I like this character. Oh, I like that character type thing. I mean, there's like nine characters that you're having to deal with right off the bat. So you're kind of like all over the place. But overall, it's not bad. I've had well, worse. It's like a soap opera. They'll have a bunch of characters and they'll only focus on a few one yep. day of the week, a few another day of the week. And then on Friday, they'll wrap up all those stories. Yeah. I thought you were going to say one day at a time. But I'll continue to watch it. I mean, I'm on my summer break. So, you know, when I'm on the phone or when I'm, you know, working on typing up letters and stuff, I can definitely um, put this on and watch it. Or you could watch something good. Oh, I've got a whole queue lined up of things to watch. So we're going to have a separate podcast of Gonzo's media section. (laughs) Um, I have two more. I have two more and a note. Okay. Um, let me go with one of mine because uh, it will be a short one. Okay. I caught up on the season of Vikings, okay. which I really love Vikings. I didn't get to watch the last season uh, because we switched who we're getting our services from, and they don't have uh, services. They don't have that channel. Oh, and okay. so I had to wait till I came on Amazon, perfectly fine with. Uh, I really liked it. I still like Vikings. Vikings is still a good, solid TV show. Um, can't wait for the next season. I think the next season is supposed to be the last. Um, but good enough fighting, good enough story. The characters are still good. Good, solid. One pushing to two if you're not into it. But still a good overall season. Um, it's only, two, shots. It's only two, two space rippers if they have horned helmets. Yeah. So... They have horned helmets. They didn't have any horned helmets. Good. Oh, okay. No horned helmets. But I mean, overall, really good. I had a good time with it. Liked it. Enjoyed it. Um, can't wait to see the rest of it. <clears throat> All right. So uh, my next one is uh, the Hitman's Bodyguard. Uh huh. So uh, Bane and I were sitting there on uh, Memorial Day itself, or the day after. I think it was Memorial Day. Uh, the day before Memorial Day, the Sunday. And uh, I'm like. Uh, we watched two movies. This is the second one we watched. They come up and like, oh, I want to watch like you know the Hitman's Bodyguard or Baby Driver or something like that that we have to purchase. Uh-huh. And uh, he's like, Hitman's Bodyguard. I'm like, okay, cool. Bought it on Amazon. Watched it. It was a good time. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> Ryan Reynolds. They they figured out how they can use Ryan Reynolds, and it is unfortunate that they're going to use him just as comedy, because I know from his past he does actually have acting chops and he can carry some more dramatical yeah. stuff. I mean, they've got his shtick, which is, you know, he, he is somehow both the straight man and comedy at the same time, which is really good. I mean, uh, he and Samuel Jackson play for each other very well. The action is amusing. It is totally unrealistic, but it is absolutely hilarious. Um, uh, I laugh quite a bit in it. Um, yep. They have, like I said, good chemistry. There's not a ton you can say about this movie that is just, you should watch it. What I liked about it more than anything is it wasn't a lot of green screen action. No, it was it was sort of realistic style, you know, effects, you know, actual stunt work, which is good. Yep. Uh, nothing was, nothing was Olympus's fallen levels of of bullshit, re- bullshit, not realistic. It was all like, okay, it's action movie unrealistic. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, it it wasn't done on like, you know, 
all green screen and you couldn't tell and yeah, it, the action was clean enough you could tell what was going on it wasn't like quite john wick but it was closer to john wick than not which is good because i like to know what's going on in action well and also they had like real cars exploding and real cars yeah. being dumped in rivers and real yeah. real stunts it was good uh some is in it is funny um, yep. And, uh, I mean, there's the standard stuff there. To a point, it is sort of cookie-cutter, but the comedy they add to it is good enough, and the interactions between Samuel L. Jackson and Ryan Reynolds are good enough that uh, it's definitely worth watching. It is definitely above average. I, I'm just going to give it one uh, one space herpy. You can see that. It was but, pretty good. Uh, it's definitely enjoyable. I suggest, you know, I don't, it's not free anywhere that I know of. Uh, it was worth the money. I bought it for like six bucks on Amazon or something. Well worth the money. Yep, I'll go through that. Uh, my last one mm -hmm. was on Amazon, and it is Good Omens. Um, I've been waiting for Good Omens to come out on Amazon Prime um, because the book is amazing, um, and it is only six episodes. I don't know if they're going to do another season or not because it could be another season if you wanted to. Um, but could be there or could not there be. Should there be, based on the books, though? Correct. You could. You could, uh, you could, based on the book and the TV show, um, you could. Um, the acting was incredible. Um, the two characters were amazing. The lines were delivered correctly. Um, special effects were great. Everything was done perfect oh. i did not have any complaints about it if you don't know about the book um if you don't know about it you can get into it no problem you'll be able to get into it if you like shows in the style of hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy you'll like it uh it is you know it, it does have that british comedy type stuff to it, it does have that quirky comedy and you're like well, it's like uh it's terry pratchett and neil gaiman right um this it, it yeah, and the thing is, is it, it's got that feel for it, and you can see it, yeah. um, and you can feel it, and you you know it. It's odd, and yes. like odd stuff. You will like it because both those guys are odd on their own. Correct. The book is if, odd too. It's, yes. It the first time I read it, I think I was confused for uh, for part of the time, and the second time I read it, it completely made sense. Yeah. So. Hundred percent worth it. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. That's what I'm going to be talking about next week because I plan to watch binge that this week. Yeah, I mean, it's six episodes. You don't have to binge. You can watch one a yeah. day. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. But I mean, it was so good, and I mean, everything was delivered right. You're you're you laugh all the way through it, even on the serious part. You're like, damn, that's pretty funny. Um, Highly recommend it if you like David Tennant and Michael Sheen and you like Good Omens, you'll love this. If you like shows like Hitchhiker's Guide and you, li you like all this stuff, you'll 100% love this. Uh, zero space herpes at the all. The only thing I've ever heard about it is for people who are like, it was too odd for me. So, not, so I watched for some of that and it wasn't for me. I'm like, but I so so you all. don't like Carrie Gilliam either. You don't like Monty Python because that's yeah. too odd. Yeah, it, it, yeah. I thought his doses for me. Yeah, uh, it was good. It was really, really good. I enjoyed Watch it. Watch Brazil, kind of guy. Oh God, I haven't seen Brazil in years. And the Adventures of Baron Munchausen is kind of 
tough at points because that is really, really odd. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, it was very, very solid. Um, acted really well. Characters really well. Everything was done very well. Um, definitely did. Well, I can, I can close my notes for this last movie. Uh, prior to watching uh, The Hitman's Bodyguard earlier in the day, uh, uh, Bane's like, oh, is it time to, uh, you know, uh, Marathon Discovery? Because I think we decided, because we can get CBS All Access through Amazon for like six bucks a month. We figure one month, maybe two, should get us through all of Discovery. Oh, Plus yeah. we get one week free, so five weeks should get us through. Because I've seen some clips on uh, on on uh, YouTube, and while I don't think the first season definitely doesn't look like Star Trek, it does look like it might be good sci-fi, and the second season looks pretty good. It's the guy great. they have playing Captain Pike is amazing. Mm-hmm. There are people already doing videos of Captain Pike, why he's the best Star Trek captain, and I'm like... <laughs> I haven't seen any faults in most of the stuff I've seen from the second season. The first season seems like it's just don't expect actual Star Trek. Expect more ds 9 type stuff. Yeah, I agree with you on that. But instead of that, I told him I'm not really ready to start that right then. Um, maybe if I knew he was going to be there all Monday and then we had Tuesday, we might try and go through. But um, instead, I watched Rogue One because I've been playing a lot of Star Wars Legion. Um so that game we talked about against uh, Not Brush at Dave went so badly that that uh, Jin and the Rebel uh, Pathfinders, who are the guys from uh, the squad from Rogue One, are the only ones who survived. <laughs> um, so you know you're doing it wrong. Spoiler, sorry. You should probably know that by now. Sorry, person, fast five. But uh, yeah, so it's great. Um, there are plenty of minor nitpicks you could make with it, but they are all minor as heck. Um, the first and second act are a little odd. It is sort of oddly structured in the first and second act. But the third act is pretty much perfection. Yeah. It's the guys on a mission, military guys on a mission movie, and it is done very well. Um, in fact, I would say that you could have done the same movie without the Star Trek, the Star Wars trappings, and it probably would have been one of the best men on a mission movies ever. But with Star Wars, it is just means so much more to us because it's entirely different subgenre we haven't seen in Star Wars. Still great. I have no real complaints about any of the actors. My only major complaint is only part of a complaint, and that is they should have just recast Tarkin. Oh, gotcha. I I, I can see that. I appreciate them wanting to push the boundaries of that technology. Uh, Hats off, you know, someone has to. And as so, if the goal is we need to push that technology, we don't want to recast Tarkin because Peter Cushing is a, is legend. Sure, you can do that, but I think it would have served it better because he had too many lines. If they'd done that technology in Revenge of the Sith, where they actually recast him for the brief scene he was on on the bridge of a of a starship, that would have been better. Uh, like the Leia at the end of it is is fine. It holds up well for that short time. But the longer you have him talk, the less it holds up. The more your mind's like, something's wrong. Yeah, yeah it's, the, it's the uncanny valley. Yeah. But, it, but it does need to be pushed. We need to push it so we can, well, I mean, do we need to? But from an art standpoint, you need to push it to, so you can get it to the point. But I think this wasn't necessarily the best movie for that because you could just recast it. But that's a choice they made. It's 
to nitpick. It doesn't detract really from my enjoyment of the movie at all. Because by the time you're like, that was a lot, you're on to something else that's <laughs> awesome. The characters are all cool. I mean, uh, Chirrut, which is Donnie Yen's character, is great. Um, they're, they're all, even the minor guys who have like a handful of speaking lines are cool. Everyone handled it well. Considering there were a bunch of reshoots and everyone was worried. And I'm actually kind of interested to see how the ending was originally. I don't know if it's on my Blu-ray copy or not. I'll have to check. It's not. Uh, because I wanted to see a original unedited because people said it was too dark to begin with. I mean... I would love to have seen it before they changed it up. I don't think I would have liked to see it to more dark than it is. No, but I would it's like to see it. That, and that's the reason why they said they changed it was because people felt that it wasn't like Star Wars. It was just too dark. I mean, and already, I like, it's a little bit there, but it's all done well. Yeah. I would have liked to have seen what it was before they changed it, just because I'm curious. Yeah, but it's cool. It has the right ups and downs everywhere. Um, the, hell, the last battle has all the ups and downs you can use for a movie. Probably for multiple movies, but it's great. Obviously, um, zero space for a piece. I'll even rate it uh, four out of five Casablancas. <laughs> I do think that's funny. Someone released a meme that says, guys, 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 the new trailer for the sequel to uh, Rogue One is that you've got to watch it. Because <laughs> they link to the, uh, sequel, the, the, the trailer for Star Wars? Yeah, for uh, New Hope. <laughs> well, I mean. That's why at that point it was Star Wars. Yeah, yeah, and I was like, that would be amazing. <laughs> that was a, that was a good one. Um, so I just thought it was funny. Guys, if you're watching and you like what you see, hit that uh, follow-up button up there and so be part the of our... Button? The subscribe button, technically, yeah. Um, and if you like everything on here, you can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Patreon. If you want to help us out, Patreon, you get a lot more rewards. You get things early. Um, and we'll have new rewards coming up soon. Um... If you have any ideas for us, just throw them at us on Facebook or find us individually on Twitter or Facebook or whatever. Yep. I mean, we'd love to hear what you guys want to hear. Sometimes we're spitballing. Oh, yeah. I mean, we, 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 we have to make things up. Sometimes it's on Friday night. Hey, guys, I want to talk about this. And then Saturday afternoon. Yeah, let's talk about that. <laughs> um, so, I mean, we've, we've got all of this. You're just going to have to, you know, do it. Hit, that, hit that subscribe button. You can find us on YouTube if you want to rewatch our videos. Uh, if not, we're on iTunes. We're now on Spotify, by the way. If you're a Spotify listener, you can hear us all on Spotify. Um, if you're a Twitch person, I mean, hit, hit, hit give us a sub on Twitch. That helps us, too. Yep. You're got Amazon you Prime. Hit up with your free Twitch, stuff. Right? Yep. Um, and, of course, watch us on Facebook because we have a lot of information that comes out there. You can find out where everything hits. Um, other than that, guys, I think that's episode 80 in the books. Exactly at 8.30. Wow. We did it on time. All right. For more than nice, I'm Gonzo. John. I'm Cappy. Ah! Good night. What's what from? That's the music at the end of our, our section that you can't hear every time. <laughs> That's true. It is the music fan of the section. Yep. It's only the music that people they, they can hear or people that listen to us. You can't hear it. So just pretend you're dancing, Kathy. I'll just, yeah, I'm totally dancing. I'm dancing on the inside. I'm not even dancing.